Welcome to the Winner Circle with Derek Pang and Bianca Leger. On this podcast, we'll introduce you to real-world heroes who have stepped outside their safe, known worlds to pursue and live their win, their best lives. This is a choice we all get to make. The intention behind these conversations is to uplift, inspire, and empower you to move forward with greater faith, trust, and belief in yourself on your hero's journey ahead. Let's go, hero. All right, welcome today to another episode of Welcome to the Winner Circle. On today's episode, alongside co-host Bianca Leger, I interview a mother, a photographer, an international creative soul based out of Panama. She's the creator of Women's Photography Workshops, where she empowers women to create and capture beautiful photography. And she's also the brand ambassador for Lululemon and PickTime. Use the code WINNERCIRCLE to save 15% off her photo 101 course. Welcome to the Winner Circle in Pantel. Thank How's you, Derek. It's, Hello. It's, it's really good. Yes, I can hear you. Um, it's so nice to see you. And Bianca, it's so lovely to meet you. Um, thanks for having me despite my shaky Wi-Fi connection. Um, I live, like Derek said, deep in the jungle in Panama. Um, which is amazing for a lot of things, but um, Wi-Fi is not one of them. So, so mm. thank you. <laughs> yeah, we'll do our best, and um, let's get this started. And the goal of this podcast is really to uplift, inspire, and empower listeners um, to move forward with greater faith in themselves on their journey ahead, which I know you're a big believer in. So the first question is really a very positive one, and that is, Monique Pantel, what do you love about your world right now? Oh my gosh, what do I not love? Everything, honestly. Uh, my world right now is is so beautiful. The only thing I think I really miss is, is um, you know, my family and friends uh, back home, but my parents were here in August, so a few months ago, and they came for a month, and they got to meet their grandson. Uh, my partner's incredible. I feel so um, aligned with the work that I'm doing. Um, it's, uh, there's a lot of different sort of like facets to it, um, but that just feels so incredible. Um, this is my first year as a mother last year, or I guess this year in January 4th, Noah was born, um, my son, and yeah, it's just been, it's been spectacular. So yeah, if I can reflect on, on my world right now, um, it's incredible. Very happy. Very mm. grateful. Yeah, I'm living like a very a, a very simple life, but it's beautiful and, and feel mm. really aligned, and really connected with. Them. So, Monique, tell us what brought you out to Panama. How did you end up where you are now? What did that look like how did that journey how did your journey take you there and to the life that you live now yeah yeah so um so initially came here for work so you had mentioned i'm a photographer so i've been shooting um mostly like love and weddings and connections and then when I'm shooting commercial work um my my sort of 
specialties in the wellness space. So there's a beautiful resort um, in this tiny town called Sansara, and they're world renowned, and they were having um, a yoga teacher training. So I came down for work a little bit, and then a little bit of a yoga of a very busy photography season at like old castle in a tiny town in Portugal. It was so cool. Um, and this job came up and I said, yeah, sure, I'll jump on it. Um, and I'm so happy I did because it truly just changed my life entirely. Um, when I was leaving, I, ne- I, I don't really like cry when I like leave something or, you know, I don't know. It just, I'm, I'm kind of like, okay, on to the next thing, you know, but when I was leaving, um, actually, I think yesterday was the two-year anniversary of leaving Panama for the first time. Um, I cried so certain that I would be returning to this place specifically. The one week tag from the owner of Sansara saying, we're doing a rebrand and we're obsessed with your photos. We like who we are and what we represent so well would you come back in five weeks um to shoot our entire rebrand um so yeah so after i left i was back here for a week and a half um and then we planned two months out here and go surfing and and um and so was the two you know two things that i love so much is, is photography and yoga and i somehow stumbled upon my soulmate oh my god um i don't know how it was for you but for me the sun was cutting off a little bit i think what i got is that the sequence of events that happen in your life they, they're all in in link with your passions but, but did you ever foresee how it unfold or it was kind of one organic thing leading to another and you just saying yes to things or you had to kind of force things to happen to get to where you are now it, it sounds like it was more this like flowing thing thing yes oh it was it was a flow it was like me declaring to the universe exactly what i wanted in my life and somehow in the most beautiful way um it unfolded in a way that i couldn't even write like how do you write a pandemic to sort of you know have you hunker down in one spot um, long enough to, you know, create a beautiful baby and create a beautiful life. And there were challenges in there, of course. Like um, I wasn't able to come back to Canada. I had to rearrange a bunch of work.
That's so amazing. I, I have one question. You said that you, you asked the universe, did you actually write down everything you wanted specifically, or it was just more like dreaming on the feelings and just visualizing a lot? Oh, no. It was like, Bianca, it was two years ago, was so potent and so transformative for me. Um, you know, I sat in a circle with um, like, you know, 28 other women, and we all declared like what we want in our lives moving forward. Um, you know, we had this beautiful like releasing ceremony. We had, we drank cacao. Um, and yeah, I just, I really put it out exactly what I wanted to create in, into my life. And that's what the new moon is all about is, is, is um, you know, saying your intentions out loud and what you would like to create into your, or bring in usher into your life. And, um, and that's where it all, that's where it all unfolded. And I wish I had hours and hours to tell you, there's so many beautiful stories. Um, I'm actually like writing a little bit of a memoir, um, but 20,000 pages, but it doesn't even cut it. So. <laughs> oh my God. I'm yeah, excited. It's, oh, it's beautiful. I yeah. So your memoir is like you telling the story of how you got to Panama and and do your your life story sort of thing. Kind of, yeah. I would say it's um it's it's an unfolding. It's a story of um that I think resonates with you know a lot of women is just listening to your intuition and and trusting um, that what your heart is telling you is true um, mm -hmm. and to follow it because the most, well, from my experience, the most beautiful things can come from that. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. So, so That's Monique, one, one, one thing that um, many encounter on this path of following their intuition is fear. Can you talk about your relationship with fear and how you've used um, fear as an ally rather than an enemy? Um, Yeah, of course. Um, oh man, fear's the worst. <laughs> so um, yeah, fear had me stuck for a long time in a lot of situations. I think you know, in life, you're you're you feel sort of um, beholden to you know whatever situation you're in. Um, scared to make a move. Scared to move laterally. Scared to move forward. Scared especially to move backwards. Um, that's a huge fear. What will people think? What will, um, it's so funny, this is exactly what I've been talking about on my, on my Instagram stories. I'd ask people um, to share, you know, like what holds you back? Um, and a resounding answer from people is, is fear. Um, but one of my favorite books is written by one of my favorite authors, um, Elizabeth Gilbert. And she says that, um, she's, she talks about fear in the way that like, there's, you can allow space for fear and there is like a place for it, but it's almost like mm -hmm. you allow fear to be, to be in your passenger seat and not the driver's seat. So you acknowledge yes. that the fear is there. I, I see you. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you, but I'm actually driving and you can be here, but I'm going to drive, I'm going to drive, drive the bus, you know? Um, and I, I love, remember. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Bianca, I, Bianca I, I remember like, specifically. 
I'm so sorry. I'm so excited. I just, I, I love Liz Gilbert as well. And I remember that. It's so true. I'm sorry. Please keep going with that thought. Oh my gosh. Don't say sorry. But this is like the reaction you want, right? Just like for it to resonate. And I think that, that when she wrote that, um, it says, you know, we are, are like there, we get our, in our own way. Um, mm-hmm. And the moment that you kind of step out or step past your fear creates so much more space to allow, you know, other things in your life to unfold. Um, So yeah, fear is real and it's big. And a lot of mine have been in the past around, um, around money, even though I've been working for myself for so long. And, and I feel like actually um, I'm really kind of turning, um, a new sort of point around that too. Like um, my biggest fear in life was to be like, a, you know, sort of sole provider of like family and a mother and death. And what does the universe give me? <laughs> Provide for your family, be a mother, <laughs> have a baby in a foreign country, don't speak the language. Like, I mean, you couldn't come up with like a bigger, like, um, what do you call it? Like a, a, a pot of, of, um, of, it being so tricky because my partner lost well he, he lost a lot of work if not all of his work um in the pandemic so it really was just sort of like here you go rise you know sink or swim um but through that I've yeah I've been working through a lot of um you know what my beliefs around um creating abundance for myself are and um and yeah I feel like I'm I'm level I'm leveling up and it feels um really wonderful um and the things that i want to create moving forward i can see them moving faster like you know the more i sort of open myself up to what i want to create in the world and the more that i say it out loud um the faster like the more things are sort of like coming into my life and and making it possible faster for me to create these things so it's it's really cool to see like the correlation of just me really like opening myself up and then seeing the possibilities of, you know, one of my biggest dreams is to create a, um, a women's artist residency. Nothing big, but just something really amazing, a soft place to land for women to come and, and, and create and have space here in Panama. And, um, and yeah, so it's just, it's been so cool to kind of see that process move along much faster than I had ever imagined. So yeah, fear, uh, that's how I feel about about fear yeah so you've been granted an amazing opportunity to transcend a lot of fear and I don't know if that's a question you wanted to ask next Derek but I've been really excited to talk to you about creativity because you're you talk about being a creative and affirming yourself as so and I've personally been stepping into that so I'd love to know what what were your first steps? And I'm also interested, they're like two different topics, but I would also love to talk about how you really invited more abundance into your life. So I don't know, go with the topic that you feel most excited about right now. (laughs) Totally. Well, so creativity is like, is like, oh, it's everything. Like I just, I don't know if it's just, you know, the time in my life or where I am or, you know, on my journey, it's kind of led me here. Um, but now, like looking back and having perspective, it's, it's, it's always been sort of, you know, the path that I've 
that I've been on, but, um, but, you know, it, it's interesting because it's so correlated with like fear and um, I guess the first, like getting out of my own way was becoming a photographer in general. Like, like initially when I wanted to start, I was so fearful of like what other people would think. I was scared that I wouldn't be talented. Like all these things are not true, you know? scared what people think scared I would not be talented scared I would not make money um what else scared people wouldn't want to book me um what do you know you know it's like all of this like chatter in the back of your mind and what's even crazier is that my dad is a photographer like growing up that was his that was his work and like I saw him do it very different it looks very different from my career from his but um, it's crazy that even though I had someone very close that was living creative, um, um, but the moment the art, the book, the artist's way, I talk about it all of the time. Um, that book changed my life, and I think it was in when was it? Two thousand, two thousand something. <laughs> Years ago, I did the artist's way for the very first time, not just like playfully like oh week one week two like I did the entire thing and I took the three months to really intentionally do it and I look back at that old scribbled book and I think everything has come through like everything that I had planned for that I had intentionally sat on wanted to create into my life had happened and so I actually I know oh yeah I know I know it's so good and I just recently over the past, I don't know, maybe like five months ago, I bought a fresh copy of The Artist's Way because I need to do it again. <laughs> um, and, you know, I don't know if I've coined this term, but I think it's a real thing. Um, it's like the fifth, the, the idea of the, of the fifth trimester. So, you know, you have like three trimesters of having the baby. The fourth is, you know, postpartum three months of just, you know, adjusting to having new life in your hands. But after that, I had the biggest bubbling, roaring burst of creativity of my entire life. Like I would sit down and like the things that would come out of me are just like, and it's still like that. I still feel like I'm in this like moment of, of massive creativity um, and connection to, you know, source, whatever you want to call it. Um, like I wrote a children's book just sitting down and it's the most beautiful thing I you know and I don't have time to publish it or anything like that right now and, and that's okay like the, the important thing to me I think is just to create and let that energy sort of flow um mm -hmm. so so yeah I think like the moment that I really just accepted I did the work with the artist way and the moment that I really sort of integrated my spiritual practice with um allowing my creativity to flourish and like bloom that's where things really started to spark. And then I have talked to many mothers after their children who have had a little bit of space to create and they felt the same way. And then that becomes another challenge is like finding time to be able to just tap into all of this creative, creative energy. But um, so yeah, that's what I have to say about creativity. Yeah, well, I relate, I resonate so much with this. Yeah you you overcame so much and it's so true that when you start creating it's like it gets that flow going and it's it's so therapeutic yeah 
And and what about abundance in your life? How did that start manifesting? Yeah, so, um, well, you know, I live a very simple life here and, and I like it like that, you know, mm-hmm. like it's really just a nice, quiet, quiet life. So we don't, we don't need much, but ushering in abundance, um, I managed to secure around the same month that I went to Panama, this incredible contract, um, doing, you know, 20 hours of work, a, a week of work in the creative field. And it's totally aligned with what I believe. Um, it's, it's, and it's just been, it's just been amazing. So I think there was part of me really resisting, um, stability you know like I think that there's this narrative that if you're going to be a creative it has to be all or nothing you have to be a full-time painter and sell all of these things and not have any other gigs um Mm -hmm. but I don't think that that's the truth because because um I've found a lot of relief and just like a breath um with work that really resonates with me that's still creative but it's just sort of stretching my other creative muscles um and then I still had space to do photography, to teach creative workshops, to be writing a lot. Um, yeah, so so that I would say that was just incredible, just to sort of allow myself to have a little bit more. I don't want to call it stability because it was just um, you know or consistency. That's what it was. That and then for so long it's so funny you know like for so long I was putting off um bringing my photography workshops into the world I'm so proud of them I've been teaching them for over five years I've taught thousands of students at this point and but I've always taught it in real life because for me (laughs) like being on zoom is it's hard like I love being in person I love hugging I love eye contact I love just being in the same space with someone and the idea of bringing the workshops online I was like how am I gonna be able to um how am I gonna be able to bring that same energy well finally over you know the past month and a half I sat down and I just said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, you know, bring the same energy that I do in a real studio class. And I'm just going to say it to the camera and I'm going to film this exactly the coming from my heart because I know it works. And I'm so proud of the, the course that, that I put together. Like, it's just, it's amazing. Um, and so, yeah, I sat down to film it and then I edited it. And then, you know, I put all of the work and love into it and, and, I released it into the world and I'm so happy because that is another sort of abundant thing I put so much work into and now it lives online and people can come and benefit from it you know like the the course was set up actually the the first course ever was was called photography for cool moms because I had moms that were my clients and you know shooting family photos and they would come to me oh would you would you take um, like an hour to teach me how to use my fancy expensive camera? And I didn't have the time. So what I did was book out my studio and have 12 women come. And for three hours, I would just explain like 
very, um, like your best friend teaching you photography, you know, like really just, really just like, um, making it really easy to understand and everyone would bring their cameras and we could shoot a little bit. And it was just such a fun, creative thing for women to experience. And so now I've transitioned to that to online and, and it just opens up so much more opportunity for like, you know, instead of me being on person in person, you can kind of log in and just, you know, access the same amazing information, um, yeah. online. So it's just, you know, tapping into a global market, um, the not having to be there. It's just, it's all, that's all sort of wound up in, in abundance. And for me, a huge expander for me in that world, um, are two women from Winnipeg. One is Ashley Wood and the other one is Vanessa Kunderman and they both run online businesses. And so I kind of look to them um, for, for inspiration and yeah, expansion in, in that realm. So, so yeah. And it's so cool too. Like it just makes me so happy to be able to give that gift to someone to sign up and then feel like, you know, it's, it's not like they have to buy another camera. They've got this camera that they don't know how to use at home and yeah. they get to learn how to make the best of it and you know from the course itself I've had like many many people go on to become like amazing photographers like successful creating their own businesses and doing doing it that way so so it's been um abundant in more than just uh financial it's been abundant in like um blessings and watching people um go on to accept their own creativity you know and then share mm. that with the people that in their lives, like how cool. Mm -hmm. So a theme that has come up in this conversation has been how fear and resistance and resistance being that negative force in that world that keeps us from fulfilling our dreams, how fear and resistance kind of kept you stuck for a while. What advice would you give to a listener um, listening to this conversation that are stuck better, whether they be stuck in fear or in resistance, what advice would you give them to help them move forward on their path? Mm. Well, I think the first is something that people never say, but just like to give yourself grace and do be kind to yourself because making a change that's scary is scary. And, you know, on some of the things that maybe need to shift in your life don't happen overnight. So reach out and talk to a trusted friend, talk to a therapist. Um, like that's what really helped me move through some of the blockages that I was trying to sort out in my life. And, um, and it just, it was such a, it was such a, a, a gift. Um, and then when you are ready, <clears throat> just like or when you're going through that sort of phase of processing what that might look like and even just entertaining the idea of um, working through your fear and, and maybe shifting, um, like just consider the idea of, of what is worth. Is the idea of <clears throat> staying in the same spot forever uh like is that more appealing or is regret more appealing you know like I think that that when you consider we're all you know we're <laughs> this is such a such a like um uh I don't want to say negative thing but it's the truth is that we're all you know dying and we're, <laughs> we're gonna die at some point um <laughs> so you know 
like if we get lucky enough to live to 80 or 90 or 100, whatever that looks like, you know, wouldn't it be such a shame to look back and have regret rather than being like, I tried or, you know, mm. um, so I don't know, that's kind of my outlook on, on things. Um, and maybe my perspective is skewed because I, I feel like I made it huge shift in my life um, to allow for the, all of this to unfold for me. Um, but who's to say that it couldn't happen to you, you know, like, who's to say that, like, you, you don't create the most, you know, beautiful life for yourself. I think it's absolutely possible, um, you know. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that. And that brings us to our final two questions that we like to ask every guest. And you've kind of um, hinted at one of these questions, and that is examining our 85-year-old life. So I'm going to fast forward us into the future. And we're going to be alongside an 85-year-old Monique Pantel. Who are you? Where are you? Who are you surrounded by? And what is the legacy that you've left on this earth? Oh, uh, what a question. That's like big. I feel like you could have a podcast episode on just that. <clears throat> well, I'm for sure gray because they're already popping through. <laughs> I have gray hair. I think I've got like I think I've probably got the same hairstyle. It's like medium long gray hair. Uh, I'm wearing like flowy white linen. Um, I, ooh, where am I? I don't know. Maybe I'm in Panama at my artist, my women's artist residency. Um, but I'm likely surrounded by like beautiful family and my friends. Um, I've always joked that I'd like hope to create a space where, you know, life happens and people lose their partners and, you know, life shifts and some people get sick and, you know, like life happens. Um, so I would love to be able to, you know, be surrounded and have a space for people to come and just like stay. I know that sounds so weird, but um, <laughs> maybe that's that. The legacy that I would like to create um, in this world is is a focus on like more inclusion, bringing creativity into the world and just showing it, like being able to shine a mirror back onto people and for them to see their own beauty um, and their own potential in, in their life. Like I just, you know, I see it with photography. People, people don't see how beautiful they are um, and what their potential for, for living a beautiful life that is filled with happiness, you know? Um, so yeah, I think that's what I would really like is to be able to, yeah, be that mirror that just, you know, that shines a reflection back on, on people and have them sort of be illuminated to this idea that everyone is beautiful and we all have gifts to share in this world and, and it can look different for everyone, but, but that does exist in, in everyone with my, with my gray hair and my linen, my like flowy linen. <laughs> mm -hmm. and I'm sur I'm surfing for sure I'm surfing with Noah who would be oh my gosh he would be like 50 years old <laughs> beautiful so I want you to stay with this 85 year old money Pantel for a moment longer um that long gray hair in her linens and artist residency surrounded by loved ones and people that you inspire and that are inspiring you back in return I want you to feel this 85-year-old in your heart, and I'm going to bring us back to the present day. And that 85-year-old woman, she sends you a message. What does she whisper in your ear? Good job. <laughs> You're doing it right. 
Yeah, beautiful. I think just like really, I think she'd be like, you fucking got this. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're doing you it. Do fu- You're doing it. You, you fucking got this. You got this thing. <laughs> Hell so proud. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, she's like, you, you're doing it. <laughs> And to close and to close this conversation up, through all the highs and lows that is this life journey, what is the greatest life lesson that you've learned on your path that you feel called to share with us and the listeners right here and now? Oh, that your intuition is so much more wise than you are. <laughs> and to listen. Yeah, like listen to that voice. If you have a voice, you know, everyone has it, but just to connect with it and really listen about um, your happiness and and the things that bring you joy into your life um, and to honor your intuition. Mm-hmm. Hugely. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, this is a bit of a shorter episode since we had some technological problems, which I can understand you're out in the middle of the jungle, which means we'll just have to do this again. Bianca, any last part two. Part two. Part two, baby. <laughs> Bianca, any closing <laughs> words on this episode? Ah, well, um, thank you. That that I feel inspired. So I hope that the people listening feel inspired too. Personally, this was a really good reminder of the power of uh, manifesting things on a on new moon. Um, I'm taking note of that also. <laughs> and um just thank you thank you for sharing your beautiful energy with us today and reminding us to 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 take that leap of faith and that we can create anything we want thank you Mm -hmm. thank you for people thank you Derek thank you Monique and for people wanting to connect with you they could find you on Instagram at Monique underscore Pantel or at Mm -hmm. women's photo workshops on Instagram as well, where you'll have links to all, all the things that you are passionate about. And people can use the code winner circle to save 15% off that online photo one-on-one course that we talked about on today's episode. Um, any last things from you, Monique? No, I just want to say thank you so much um, for having me and, and taking the time to chat. It's so nice to see you. Nice to see you as well. <laughs> it's been so long um and yeah it's just to have a room an extra room to stay if you'd like to come to panama and surf and enjoy um the most like raw secluded jungle um please come um because i would love to have you amazing let's bring our fist in for the winner circle the choice that we could all make boom Boom. that's a wrap on today's episode blessings to you all thank you